Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Welcome back, everybody. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about breakthroughs. And in our conversations around it, Caitlin had a really cool vision <laughs> she got that makes it make a little more sense. So you want to share that? Yeah. So um, in this vision that I got, it was really funny. Um, God really does have a sense of humor. Yeah. Because I was I was thinking about breakthrough and, and I was feeling really antsy, you know, and anxious. Uh-huh. And I thought it was just because... Kellen was about to go to kindergarten. I was just getting over food poisoning. Like my house was a mess. You know, there was just a lot of factors. And so I was like, I just feel antsy. I just feel anxious. Like I'm breaking out in hives. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, why do you feel so anxious? What do you really want right now? Mm -hmm. And I sat and I thought about it and it wasn't a clean house and it wasn't you know all of these physical things it was like I want breakthrough yeah I want to move on to the next season in the next chapter that's what I want I feel like you know my son's stepping into this new thing and I'm still kind of stuck and I don't want him to move on without me you know and me still be stuck and not moving on and so I said I just want breakthrough that's what I'm craving right now. Yeah. And he gives me this vision of me standing in front of a wall. And I'm taking a sledgehammer to it, you know, like, and I'm just like, I'm crushing it, you know, <laughs> and I'm like really proud of myself because I'm like, I'm killing the thing. And then he stops me and I turn around and I look at him and he's standing on the other side of the wall and there's a door and he just kind of opens it. Like, <laughs> this. This would be a little easier, you know? And I'm just like, oh. (laughs) But he said, I'm the one that gets to open the door. Yeah. I'm the one that gets to decide when you move on. Mm -hmm. Breakthrough is not up to you. Like, you don't have to do all the things to get to, to breakthrough. And that was huge for me because I had been trying to do it in my own power the whole time. I had been trying to do it in my own effort and like make sure I was doing all of the right things in order to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's not up to you. It's, it's up to me. All you need to do is sit and learn the lessons I'm trying to teach you because the room that I was in was like a classroom. Yeah. And there was another classroom on the other side that I was trying to break into to learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, finish the lesson in here. And then I will open the door and we will walk through to the other classroom together where I will teach you what you need to know there, you know? And so it was just this idea of breakthrough isn't up to us. And it's not something that I have to do in my strength. Yeah. But then if you look at it, too, of, like, while you are sitting there, like, going at this wall, yeah, he's just standing and watching and letting you. <laughs> That's the thing. He will let you tucker yourself out. Yeah. Because he's just <laughs> waiting on you to look over and him be like, ta-da. <laughs> Here's the door. But he's going to sit and wait until 
you focus in on what he has. Sometimes I like to think of like what God would be like as a parent in the natural, you know, like what he would physically be like with physical kids. Uh And I just imagine him being the type of parent who like the kid jumps off the roof and he's like, yeah, probably wasn't a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that hurt, didn't it? (laughs) Probably shouldn't do that again. Natural consequences. Because he does. He, He lets you make your own mistakes. Yeah. And learn from him. He doesn't expect you to be perfect, but he is going to let you tucker yourself out and wait until you have exhausted all of your options. Yeah. To turn and look at him so that he can give you the instruction on what to actually do. Yeah. I definitely feel like I had one of those moments when we went to that conference in Texas. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know how everyone feels, (laughs) but speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. is... The Bible talks about it. Like, I believe in it. And I was wanting that next step. And it was mainly in my head just to know that, like, his spirit does actually live in me as an individual. Like, that's a sign. That is what I want. But, again, it was all, like, I had prayed for this multiple times over Mm -hmm. multiple years. And then it was like, but how do I do it like what do I need to do to make these special words come out (laughs) of my mouth do I need to talk do I just need to sit will you magically open my mouth like trying to figure it all out but as soon as we got not as soon as we got there but we got there and the way they went about it and guided me through that and it was just like you stop (laughs) you just pay attention to him yeah And once I did that, like, boom. Yes. And then I was telling Caitlin, even the other day, like, that was what, a year and a half ago? Yeah, a year and a half. But even the other day, I got into praying in the Spirit with God alone in my car, and I started to cry. And I was like, why do I cry or get teary-eyed every single time? And then he was quickly like, because you're still amazed that I'm doing it for you. Mm. But... Just taking the time again to stop trying to figure it all out and do it all myself and mm-hmm. whatever, but looking to him. Then yeah. he's like, he will open that door and show you like, this is all I need you to do right now. Right. Walk right here and do this. <laughs> I do want to jump back into that subject real quick because I, yeah. d- I think that that's important to talk about. And not a, pe- not a lot of people will actually discuss Mm-hmm. speaking in tongues unless you believe in it and they're like oh okay it's safe to talk about with you yeah like, <laughs> so I just want to open up the conversation mm-hmm. for anybody who's like mm, I don't know about that yeah um so like Ashley said it is biblical um and I think that there are two arguments I've heard against it one is that it's a a gift only certain people get like it's not available to everyone mm-hmm. kind of like the gift of prophecy the gift of um oh shoot i'm blanking what are the other ones are you talking about like the knowledge like the um spiritual gifts healing teaching healing yeah 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 like those yeah um and so i've heard some people say well it's only for certain people <laughs> what we are obviously like up to date on dropping <laughs> some Bible knowledge. 
<laughs> we know what we're talking about, guys. Yeah. Read your, open your Bible, <laughs> find it. And, and you'll, you'll kind of get there like us. <laughs> um, no, but ba- based on what we know right now, mm-hmm. and this could, you know, we could learn more over time. But as of right now, um, I believe that it is something that's available to everyone but sometimes it has to be contended for. Like you have to ask for it. Yeah. And it's not just something that everyone's just going to do automatically when the Holy Spirit enters them. Because if you're a Christian, like it does, the Holy Spirit does come into you. But you don't always like just start speaking in tongues. Yeah. I was trying to look that up while yeah. you were talking. And... <laughs> First Corinthians 14, the title is The Proper Use of Spiritual Gifts. And it says, It is good that you are enthusiastic and passionate about spiritual gifts, especially prophecy. When someone speaks in tongues, no one understands a word he says because he is not speaking to people, but directly to God. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love how we're just like <laughs> looking it up as we go <laughs> I wanted to have a reference so that they could go look at. Listen, we're not Bible scholars, but we're just sharing what we know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you said, like, is it something that needs to be done in a public setting all the time? Like, I don't know. Because from what I understand, it is more for the edification of you. Yeah. And... Um, the way Jenny Donnelly explained it was that it's like um, smoke signals. Like when you're in battle mm-hmm. and people in in the same army used to communicate to each other through smoke signals. I don't know if they still do. But anyway, it's it's a way that like you can communicate with your team yeah. and the enemy can't understand what you're saying. So it's like just you and God without the enemy overhearing because he can overhear your prayers, Mm -hmm. you know, and he can try to work against you. But if you're praying in the spirit, it frustrates him because he doesn't know what you're saying. Yeah. And so that's one argument that I've heard against it. Myth busted. Yeah. But the other one is that, and this is, I think, important to talk about. Some people have had negative experiences with churches um, going a little to the extreme. Right. With things like that. And it like shell shocks people. Mm-hmm. And because they've had a bad experience and it like actually scared them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't want to do that again. They don't want to be around it. They want nothing to do with it. And right. I think that's such a shame because to me, it's like a whole nother level. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know about you, but for me, it was like when I started speaking in tongues, then I was, whenever I would pray that way, I was getting revelations. I was getting dreams. I was getting, you know, like constant communication. Yeah. And it was like it unlocked a, a whole new room Yeah, that I wasn't able to access before. For me, it was like... I was obviously still learning about it and still am, but I thought in my head, like, okay, whenever I would pray in the spirit, then it was done. Like, yeah, that, that, 
the end, like, amen. (laughs) But then later I heard a pastor say, like, when you do, ask him, like, what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. And once I started doing that, like, I would pray in the spirit and then come back to it and be like, okay, what did that mean? What do I need to know about that? And then he would start to tell me, like, call things in. Call them like they really are. Or you were seeking God over your marriage. You were doing, like... telling me what it all meant and then that made it so much more special and like okay this is really like getting places yes so it made me want to do it more right it's it's prayer that moves things yeah like it really is i believe because then pretty sure this is biblical (laughs) (laughs) We, we will look it up just to make sure doesn't it say though that when you pray in the spirit it's like when you don't even know the words to use it is the spirit inside of you speaking directly to God. Yes. They are going back. But it is inside of you. It is a part of you. Right. Speaking on your behalf. I, and I believe that. I don't know the Bible verse to back that up, but I know Jenny Donnelly said it, <laughs> and so I trust her. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, we'll look that up just to make sure. But I believe that that's true because when Dad had cancer, I didn't know what to pray because I didn't know, like, I know, I knew that God's will was to heal him. Yeah. You know, because God is willing to heal. He is the healer. And so I was like, I know you're willing, but I don't know all the logistics. I don't know how you want to do this. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know what to pray for. Right. And so by me praying like that, Mm -hmm. it was like... Okay, I'm praying in an effective way, even though I don't know what to say. Right. My spirit does. Right. And after I prayed, like, I pretty much only prayed in the spirit for dad for like a month. And after that month was when I had the purple cloud dream, which if you've not heard that, you can go back to dad's episode that where we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Bingham is the name of the episode. But... In that dream, God came to me and told me dad would be healed. Yeah. Or that in the spirit, he was already healed. Yeah. You know, and I just had to see it in the natural. But I really do think that me praying in my prayer language had something to do with, I'm not saying like I made the miracle happen because you can't make a miracle happen, but. Your faith to believe it though. It like did, it did, it did increase my faith. Yeah. For sure. And I think that it increased dad's faith to know that I was praying for him so much. Yeah. And anytime you can give somebody else a word, like I was praying and this is what I got. Yeah. Then for, they may not be in a place to pray for themselves right now. Right. And lots of times in the spirit, like you can get, it's not, like we said, it's to edify yourself. Right. But then he can also drop things like that for you to give to someone else. Yes. Like I know that our pastor just this past Wednesday started praying in the spirit. And then he was like, this is what I got. Someone in here has this going on in their life that is being healed. Yeah. So it can be different words for people that you get as you're praying in the spirit, not only something for yourself. Right. And I think this ties perfectly back to <clears throat> the um, breakthrough because it's like you're not doing it in your own power. You're <laughs> yes. not doing it 
for your benefit. You are just yeah in communication and connection with him and he decides the rest. Yeah, because that is definitely something like that was a wall that I was beating yeah. against. Like, <laughs> well, obviously I don't have the Holy Spirit yet because this isn't happening. And that's just a lie that the enemy tries to make you believe. Right. But once you take your mind off of how can I in my own will do this. Right. Like, how do I make this work? But look to him. Door is open. Well, and I'll, I'll share how it happened for me. <clears throat> because I asked for it the night that dad was yeah. diagnosed. I went home. Josh was not at home. He was out of town. Tucked my son in bed, and I sat in my living room, and I said, I'm not leaving this spot until I receive the gift of my prayer language. Yeah. And I sat there for a minute, and I just focused on connecting with him, but then... I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to just open my mouth as like a a sign of faith that I believe you're going to do this. And when I opened my mouth to speak, boom, Mm -hmm. it started happening. Yeah. And so that was how it happened for me. And I know you shared a little bit how it happened for you in case anyone is like craving that gift and just doesn't know what to do. Because those were the directions that like we were both praying to me and this lady at the conference and we were both praying together and she said, just open your mouth and start to pray. Yeah. But then when I took the step to actually open my mouth and say, quote unquote, normal like, <laughs> words, it came out as my prayer language. So let's talk about the logistics of what that actually is. Because I have people ask me questions and be like, do you, do you like understand the words? Are you in control of speaking the words? Like what actually is it? Yeah. Just to kind of dispel some of the fear surrounding it. Well, even getting home, Elliot said, like I was telling him about it, and he said, so could you understand what you, like, what did it sound like? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All the basic words. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, it is, it is not a language that I've ever heard, obviously. Yeah. I don't understand the words until I go back and say, what were we talking about? Right. Or something like that. I don't know about you. Because this again, is, well, I am still learning. And sometimes right. I know what I am seeking to pray for. Mm-hmm. Like there's been nights at church where it's like a worship night or something like that. And I'm just praying over the room. Right. And then that will be in my prayer language. So I know, like, yeah. I am saying whatever you need to happen here. Right. Like whatever you have for these people in this room, that is what I am praying for. Yes. I have no idea what all these people in this room need. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> so I kind of equate it to, it's like I open my mouth and French comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like, See? I don't I understand Elliot, French. <laughs> I was like, mine feels like it sounds more Spanish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, I don't understand French. So it's as if I'm just opening my mouth and French is coming out. But I'm in control of when I start and stop speaking. Right. Um, So it's not like, you know, something takes over your body or whatever. It's just like, I just don't understand the sounds that my mouth is making. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm still in control of my body. Yeah. Like he's not. Oh, yeah. I have to be in a position of, whoops, sorry, that I am in a worship 
mode and yeah. a praise and a prayer mode. And then I will just start to feel the need to pray right. when I do. It is like that. But then yeah. if something else happens, I can stop praying. Yeah. And then pick it back up. Like, yeah. But yeah, nothing is taking over your body. It's no. not going to open your mouth and force words out. <laughs> right. Correct. It, it has to be a conscious choice of yours. Yeah. But I'm kind of the same way with you. Like, I do sometimes think about specific things that I want to pray about. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have... With dad, it was like I was thinking of my dad as I was speaking these words I don't understand. Yeah. And there were times with mine and Elliot's situation where I was just mad. Yeah. So, like, whatever I'm about to say about Elliot is not going to be good. (laughs) But I know that that's going to get us nowhere. So. So you were speaking in tongues in an angry voice. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was like, you pray for what he actually needs. Because if I pray, I'm just going to be mad. Yeah. Like, so you can use it how you need it but then you also use it for other situations too right so i think that um that yeah that's a good takeaway from today we just got off on a tangent we didn't mean to go there but you know (laughs) letting the holy spirit lead if you have any questions send them to us and we will be happy to actually look up we will look it up in the bible and let you know what it says I feel like that's a lot of what I do, though. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a question, let me just Google what the Bible says. Let me just Google yeah. verses because I don't know the whole Bible. But like, I'm not a scholar. That's a key. You can Google it. Yeah. But make sure you're Googling Bible verses, like right. actual not, biblical references, not, not what just a preacher says about the subject. Yes. Like, look up the Bible verses and then ask God to explain to you what He meant yeah. by those verses. And read them in context, too. Like, read the whole thing. Yep. But it's a good takeaway. There you go. Good episode. Nice job. (laughs) The whole purpose of this podcast is so that people will feel less alone in their struggles by the topics we're covering. And so if you know someone who could be helped by this episode, feel free to share it with them just so that they feel like they're seen. And if you have any comments or questions or even topics that you want us to discuss, feel free to share those with us too at Tower Talks Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.